What's up, warriors? And thank you for joining us for another special episode. Today, the Not Your Mama Pod team interviews Kimberly Fisher about her kid-free by-choice content. We hope you find it as educational and entertaining as we do. Without further ado, meet Kimberly. In this world today, where there's a lot of naysayers, a lot of people that are quick to judgment, you don't seem to let that impact your content. You're out there speaking your truth, educating the masses on what it may feel like to be a kid-free adult. The genuineness of your personality was just there and shining bright. B, I think you actually maybe showed me Kimberly's profile before I was even following her. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think we all know that I'm a fangirl. (laughs) (laughs) So we are both so excited. Um, I do want to jump into your content and what you push through. And we do have actually a couple more questions than we normally do format wise. But before we get there, Kimberly, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. You're so nice. Girl, Um, we love you. So my name is Kimberly. I am 28 and I am 100% child-free by choice. I do want to jump into it. Um, I know you have specific content surrounding this, but what the first time I kind of like deep dived you, it was you're kid-free because maybe you don't like kids and then all the masses come out in your comments and try to spin that into a different action. So can we start there? Tell us about yes, your, I your feelings about children. Before before she goes into that, I want to add how much grace she responds to all of those yes. things with. Like she gets some hateful things, and you always respond so eloquently and with such a great attitude, and it is just Damn. inspiring for sure. It Don't wipe me up so much. This is actually just us bragging on. Kimberly, yeah, we only bring people on that we're like, hey, we want to be like you. You're cool. So teach us your ways, wise one. We're here to make you feel good. That's you it. are doing such a good job. Um, so about the hate comments, yes. Literally the minute that I say, hey, I'm child free because I don't like kids. I will have people yelling discrimination, calling me <laughs> names. I mean, going off the freaking deep end just because I don't like kids. It's like. Which is absurd. Yes, it's not like I'm saying, hey, go run them over with your car. (laughs) No. (laughs) I just don't want to be around them. And I would never even condone anyone even being mean or rude or hateful to a kid. It's like they're just small people. It's like I don't (laughs) like the small people. So I stay away from the small people. Which is your right. Yeah. Yeah. The grace and the ability for you to know yourself and communicate your message like you know until they get to a certain age I just don't really enjoy being around them that people are just like wow you can do that you can say that right but what's funny is parents will complain till the day is long they'll complain till the cows come home about their kids and how annoying other people's kids are and that's acceptable and that's fine but the minute a child free person says the same exact thing it's you may as well be Satan himself. Yeah, you're attacking us or you couldn't understand because you don't have one of your own. Yes. <laughs> it's like that comedian that all the child free people love. I think his name's Steve yeah. or something. He's like, yeah. I'm not a helicopter pilot, but if I see a helicopter in a tree, I know somebody messed up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Very accurate. I'm not shame. like a baby person at all. Like I, mm-hmm. I would like like five-year-old and up I'm good with, but like, yeah, what do you do with them for the first few years? I'm sure you figure it out, but. Yeah. Um, so let's jump into that a little bit more. You actually talk about, and I think it was in the YouTube, but how like even as a kid, you thought you'd be a parent, but you weren't like super attached to the idea of being around children. So can you like give our audience a little bit of background about that? So I was raised really like conservative Christian church every Sunday, every Sunday night, every Wednesday for like the first 20 years of my life. Right. So did I not say that I was not a cusser because of that? So I did. (laughs) I went the opposite way, Betsy. I was like, I'm not allowed to do this. So when I am, I'm going to really just go all in with it. (laughs) You're doing great. (laughs) So I I was raised like that. And the only 
being raised like that, the only examples I had of quote unquote normal family was dad, mom, kids. The expectation was that I would graduate, go to college, get married, have kids. Like that's what I heard all of my life for so many years. And when you're little, you know, you don't question it. You just go with it. You're like, okay, well, that's what my parents did. That's what my grandparents are doing. That's what people on TV and then music and at church, that's what they're all doing. So that's what I'm going to do. Right. Right. And then when I was like a teenager and actually started thinking for myself and using my own brain, I was like, well, do I actually want to do that? Like, ah! <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> maybe it's not so much excitement for me. <laughs> right. And even when I was little, looking back now, I think, wow, the signs were for sure there. It's just, I didn't see that. And no one else in my family was like, Hey, maybe you don't want to have kids. No one in my family ever told me that. Ever. Oh, yeah, the option to not have kids is never discussed. It's right. Never it was always discussed. when you have kids, yep. when mm-hmm. you get married. And I love being married, but it was right. always when you get married. <laughs> and think, have kids. Yeah. I think in one of your videos, you talked about um, what was like your sex ed class, them doing the birthing thing. And you're like, oh my God, I do not want that. No. <laughs> Yes. Yes. It was sixth grade. It was the sex ed class. They separated the boys and the girls into two different classrooms. It was like however many hours long. Like it was an event at my middle school. Okay. (laughs) And so we learned all the things. And then when I realized where babies came out of and all (laughs) the things that happens during and after, I was like, hard stop, not feeling that. (laughs) <laughs> and even That's now, for me. pregnancy freaks me out. Yeah, like I don't like maternity pictures. I don't like any of it. <laughs> Just weirds me out. I'm That's like, so funny. I don't think I have an actual phobia of it because I'm not gonna like really freak out if I have to see it. I'm just gonna be like, okay, can we move on, please? Like, just doesn't have interest <laughs> for you. Right. It, it yeah. is ooh, the thought. Uh, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that a ton because it wasn't until I ta- started talking to kid free by choice individuals, especially women who were like, yeah, I don't want to do that to my body. I don't want that. I don't find that. I don't find the risks necessary. I don't find it attractive. It's just not something I want. And I'm like, well, I, didn't, <laughs> I never thought you had a choice when you were little, like, not sure I would have chosen yeah. that choice, but like the idea that you could just be like, yeah, I don't want my body to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've even talked about that. Like, I remember saying, because I grew up in a house of six kids, oh, well, five kids, and then my littlest sister is 13 years younger than me. But um, I remember being like, oh, I never want this. Like, I never want this chaos. Like, the my house was always crazy. And my mom's like, oh, you will. So it was like not not presented as a choice ever but I'm like if I would have known that was a choice would I have made that choice like right. what I have decided that that was the choice for me right but see I not. was the complete opposite I was an only child okay. so my house wasn't chaotic and I loved it I yeah. feel like I've people would always ask me like oh well don't you want a brother or sister aren't you lonely and I was like absolutely not I like being <laughs> the only person who gets mama's attention that is hilarious I love that I have a only child niece and from day one she's like yeah I don't need siblings I don't really want cousins and I don't think I'm gonna have kids (laughs) she knows okay girl I love that (laughs) she's she's 16 right now and she's still going I mean maybe someday but I'm gonna be a successful boss first and I was like good for her do your thing I appreciate you like I've learned the hard way so me and my husband met in 2009 when I was 15 and he was 16 so we've known each other for a very long time (laughs) yeah that is a very long time and we kind of like grew up together I mean we've been dating pretty much that whole time and we've been married for the past six years so we grew up together we went through just all of the progression of growing up together moving out getting better jobs all the things and 
kids were never anything that we even talked about, which is crazy because yeah, that's is. the last advice that I would ever give someone. Oh yeah. Marry someone <laughs> without ever talking about kids. That's terrible <laughs> advice. <laughs> terrible. So it, was, it was just weird because when people ask like, Oh, well, how did y'all decide to be child free? It's like, we kind of didn't, but we also kind of did. Right. Like, it was just like an understood thing almost yes he knew I've always been very open that pregnancy freaks me out so he knew that that probably wasn't something I was ever going to want to do right and he had a bunch of family drama mental health stuff going on on his side and he didn't want to pass it down he didn't want to have to make a child deal with all of those things Mm -hmm. so it just (laughs) yeah it just like organically transformed into we just understand that we're not doing this right. and with it just being the two of us and our dogs. <laughs> That's awesome. You kind of knew just children wasn't part of it. Did you guys have the discussion at any point or did you just, you know, grow with learning the term kid free kind of walk us through like the kind of progression? So I would say, I think we got engaged when I was like 21. So he would have been 22. I would say by that point, in my brain, I for sure knew that I did not want kids because yeah. I knew solidly pregnancy freaks me out. Children annoy the piss out of me. <laughs> and I just, I don't have a desire to mother a child. Half yeah. the time I don't even have a desire to mother my dogs. Not me. <laughs> so by 21 or 22, I definitely knew that that wasn't what I wanted, but I hadn't like said it out loud. I don't think I like really put it into words. And then we got married. Luckily, no one was asking us right off the bat, when are you having kids? But then we did have more conversation and we were both just like, why is everyone and their brother having children? I feel like children still (laughs) at 22. What are these people doing? Yeah. And for me, And for me, it was frustrating because all of the girls that I went to high school with and knew they were just having babies. And like, to me, it felt like, do you know that there's other things you can do (laughs) babies? Because it seems like you don't know that. (laughs) I know that might sound mean, but that's genuinely how I felt. And so a year and a couple months after we got married, um, Shelton just one day from what I remember one day just out of the blue was like I think I'm gonna get a vasectomy and I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah I was like I I would never like make you do that or or you know push you to do that but if that's what you want I'm all for it (laughs) right yeah do you mind if I ask if you were like birth control at that point that's what I was gonna ask too Oh yeah. I've been on it since I've been on birth control since I was like 16 because I get really bad migraines and apparently that evens out hormones and helps the migraines. Um, so that was just a really great side effect that I wasn't going to get pregnant because that was the last thing I ever wanted. (laughs) But I mean, we, I, I took birth control and I was on it the whole time still am actually. And even after we got married, he still used condoms as well because right. I could not even deal with the 1% chance that my birth yeah. control might not work. I was like, I cannot, I, it's not even enjoyable if there's any chance that a baby <laughs> can come out of this. <laughs> that is so awesome that you know though. Yeah. And so, I mean, I got super lucky to mm-hmm. have a husband who volunteered to get yeah. into that because I'll tell you right now, I don't know if y'all have heard this, but People sometimes will DM me and be like, my husband won't get a vasectomy. We're child free. And he flat out refuses. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm real sorry about that. Is he a problem? <laughs> like, like I, you know, because so, so many men are like really afraid of getting a vasectomy. But yeah. for something at least, and I know like it's a medical procedure. They're cutting your balls open a little bit. It's freaky. I get it. But the upside is so much better. And for Shelton, at least, his was super easy. They gave him a Valium. I drove him to the urologist. 
he went back there. They numbed him. He said that was the worst part. And he mm-hmm. was literally texting me while he was his vasectomy. And I was in the weight room. And I was like, this is, this is the peak. Like, That's this is great. So it's so funny. Versus, like, you compare that to a woman who wants to be sterilized. And it is a yes. much more extensive yes. procedure. So, I mean, like, yes. if your husband will do it. I think that's the right decision. <laughs> I think what stands out to me is your husband and actually there's going to be a kid free by choice male interview coming out who got a vasectomy when he was single because he knew he didn't want children. And the thought process uh, behind him that he shares is that like, number one, I don't want children. So why would I not take it into my own hands? Number two, mm-hmm. it's not fair to my future wife to expect her to be on medication or do these hoops when I can go do this. And I already know this is how I feel. And I was just like, can we just stop and clap? Yeah. Like yes. what a responsible human being. Right. I don't, I, I definitely agree with you, Kimberly. I don't think you tell anybody to do anything, but for those men who like have the same goal, have the same mind frame and are willing to take the step because it's the right thing for the family unit. I'm like, huh, I like you. You're a good person. Yeah. <laughs> so he's those a good person. Men, those men are automatically cool in my book. I'm like, good. Exactly. Claps for you. Claps all around. Just so refreshing to hear a man be like, I'm going to, I am going to take the burden of birth control on myself and not make my wife be the sole person responsible for this. I I do want to get into your content a little bit, but before we go, there are a couple more like relationship E questions. Um, You talk a lot about your friends and especially interacting with friends with children or friends that want to have children. I didn't know that content was going to struck such a chord with me. Because I've been trying to, I, I think I've talked about it, Betsy, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've talked about it in almost every episode. Like, I struggle to have friends. I struggle to really want to hang out with people with kids. I don't want to do the same thing as them. I sound like a horrible human. Um, and then your content was like, hey, by the way, I'm your friend, not the kids. And I was like, oh, man, she just mic dropped. So I don't know if a question prompted you to make that. I don't know if your life prompted you to make that content. But like, why did you put that content out? explain your feel or your feelings on it to our audience because I'm just giving high level here but kind of speak on it so the origin of that specific video uh came from when someone I can't remember who told me there's another podcast out there called I'm friends with you not your baby or something similar to that and I was like oh my god I love that statement so much it's so true and then the wheels started turning and I was like that is something that parents need to understand if they're going to be friends with someone who doesn't have children I am friends with you not your baby and like it really came from a place too of my best friend. She wants to have children at some point. Right. Mm -hmm. And we are very open. She knows all of my child-free feelings. And one of the best compliments she's ever given me is saying like your child-free content has made me really stop and think why I want to have kids when I want to have kids. And it's just like really nice. And I was like, Oh my God. That's the best thing you could tell me. That is. Right. Especially from someone who wants children. Like, exactly. Yeah, that's a cool perspective. And because we're so open, I was just thinking one day, like, man, what is it really going to look like when she does actually have kids? Because right now she doesn't. I'm like, oh, it's going to, it's going to suck, you know? <laughs> but then I thought, like, no, I'm staying friends with her. I love mm-hmm. her. She's my best friend. I cannot let a choice that she makes ruin a great friendship that we have. Right. So I I went to, we used to work together. So I went to work and I told her, I said, listen, I have an idea. This is what we're going to do. I said, when you have a kid, when we get together, I said, I'm going to give you 30 minutes to just word vomit all of your parent, all of your mom, all of your child things at me. And I'm going to listen. And then we're moving on and you're not going to mention anything about it again, because you are more than someone's mother. I love right. that so much. That's and excellent advice. I just hate when women become so consumed with being a mom, being a parent. And I, I know that it's consuming because it takes so much of your time and effort to do it and to do it well. But I feel like so many women forget they are a person outside mm-hmm. of who they are to other people. 
And I I absolutely refuse to let my very best friend just water herself down to being just so-and-so's mom. I can't do it. I think it's hard because society tells them that if they don't do that, they're not doing it right or whatever. Right. I don't think there's enough people yelling that like, hey, by the way, I still like you. I want you to exist. Exactly. And also that video was just about understand that your child-free friends are still going to be your child-free friends even after you become a parent and you need to respect their boundaries as being a child-free person and it's easier if the child-free person loves kids because then they're going to want to be around the kids but for people like me and all the other child-free people out there who don't want to be around kids it's even harder because you know I know that when my friends have kids there will come a time where I have to be around their children and I'm just going to have to deal with it and it'll be fine. Yeah. It's not going to kill me. I'm not going to be mean to the kid, but it's You're like, not going to like kick them a few times or something. No, I'll <laughs> feel like it possibly, <laughs> but I won't follow through. I promise. <laughs> Self-control boundaries. Right. But it's, it's, it sucks knowing that you have to go into an engagement that you're going to have zero fun. So your best friend's kid's future birthday party, you're going to be like, this sucks, but I love you human. So I'm going to be here. But like, am I going to enjoy myself? Majority of the time? No. But then it's like, I want the parents to understand your child-free friend is going out of their way to do Mm -hmm. something that they're not enjoying for you because they care about you. So you in turn need to respect their boundaries when they sit in the corner with alcohol at the kid's birthday party (laughs) or they drop the gift off before the party and peace out. That's where the understanding comes in. And that's what I want. That's what I want parents to understand about being friends with child-free people. You have to respect the boundaries and be okay with your friend, not being all about your kid. Yeah. yeah. And I loved the fact that you also talk about like, you're not a give me babysitter. You're not free for them. Like, yes, potentially on a boundary, maybe you'll help out, but you need to have those discussions. You can't just assume because you don't have children, you're the go-to person for their needs. Exactly. Like, I, nah, my friend knows I'm never <laughs> going to be the babysitter. <laughs> I uh, I think that content personally resonated with me so much because I was the person that loved your kids. I mean, my goddaughters, I came in, I started changing diapers the minute I got in the house. Like, I love children. And as the years have progressed and I realized, like, hey, children aren't for me, I went through a mourning stage. And then I went through a stage where I felt very taken advantage of. And I'm still kind of there where I'm like, okay, I'm telling you all I am kidless, that I'm not going to have kids, that this is what my life looks like now. Why are you still expecting me to conform to your life to see you? No, I don't want a 6 p.m. bedtime. No, I don't want to be the one that travels for every holiday because you have children. No, I don't want to do that thing. I want to do the things I enjoy. And it was the first time I've ever really heard somebody advocate to set boundaries rather than just like finding a new friend group, which is kind of what I've done over the years. Right. And I feel like, you know, a lot of the times it will come down to, if the parent friend won't do those things, if they won't respect your boundaries, then right. you will have to find new friends. But for me personally, I'm just hoping that I get to keep my friend. <laughs> so that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for most people is that that their parent friends will figure it out. Well, you're normalizing a conversation I think people just don't have. Right. Okay. So let's jump into your content a little bit. Talk to us how I, I even like deep dived your page and I was like, at some point she kind of just made the jump into kid free stuff. So what kind of led to that? Like I was looking for, you know, what motivated you? So um, it wasn't altruistic. It wasn't some <laughs> wonderful, meaningful thing, honestly. So I found the child free hashtags and the child free community on Instagram two or three years ago. And it was just like, oh, my God, I found my people. I yeah. have found people who finally get it. I'm not stuck with with all of these people who just have kids and that's all they talk about. So it was great, right? Well, you know how Instagram is. Their motto is niche down or die. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just being honest. So 
And two, I really do enjoy making the child-free content. That's what I make. That's what I like making the most is the child-free stuff. And because of how Instagram's algorithm is, that pushed me to be like, okay, well, people really enjoy the child-free content. You like doing it. And Instagram's going to reward you for niching down. So that's what happened. And now it's pretty much all child-free except for, you know, a thing here or there or whatever. No, I love it. Um, what is your kind of goal with your content? Is it just to educate for whatever comes up? Or is there some big goal or understanding you want? Lead us to like what the future looks like for you. So my goal for Instagram specifically is just to keep finding more child-free people. And yeah. more specifically, to give child-free people a space where it's not good vibes only. Yeah. I know that yes. sounds weird. No, but it's good. there's so many child free spaces. I'm not trying to put any child free space down, but there's so many child free spaces that will say good vibes only. You're not allowed to say anything mean about parents. You're not allowed to talk bad about kids. Like you have to be, you have to censor yourself in those spaces. And while that's okay, and I do think there is something to be said for a positive vibes only space, to me, it feels so stifling. It feels so limiting. And I feel like a big challenge for a lot of child-free people is dealing with, with awful entitled parents and dealing with bratty kids out in the wild and feeling like you can't say anything about it. You can't think about it. You can't be authentic and honest and unapologetic about the fact that they get on your nerves or you're upset about something. And so I want my page to be a place where you can be unapologetic. You can rant. You can be upset if you want to be upset. And you can also celebrate yourself and celebrate your child-free life. We can have the good and the bad because you have to have both of them. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it does. It just feels so genuine and it feels so honest and it feels safe even for people who, like us, were not immediately child free. It is very refreshing um, coming from a childless community to somewhere child free and feeling very safe, feeling like, um, you know, it's all very lighthearted and humorous and um, done with grace, like I said. And, um, Obviously, I think that you're very cool. <laughs> Thank you. I fully agree, too. What is, cool thing. this is like a random, not prepped question, but what is the biggest compliment or comment or DM that you've received on some of your content? Does any of them stand out from people like, because you're sharing such a genuine message? Have you ever gotten anything that's just like, wow, I've never heard that before. I've never felt like I could say that before. Oh yeah. Like, especially when I first like reels on Instagram, they got really big. Like some of them went crazy and that's how a lot of new people found me. And it was crazy that like people from all over the world can just send me a DM. First of all, that's crazy in itself. Second of all, having people tell me like your content made me feel so much better. And then like, they feel safe enough to like share their life Mm -hmm. story with me. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you don't even know me. Like, that's so, I love that. That Like, I, I love that people feel safe enough to tell me their struggles and their stories, even though they've never even met me nor talked to me before. That's just crazy. And I'm like, that, that makes me feel good. Cause I know that my content, that must be portrayed in my content for people to feel that way. Yeah, I love that too. 100%. Like cool to like get those comments because you're like, you legit do not know who I am. Like, how are you comfortable enough to share that with me? But it is cool. It's on. It's like an honor actually for people to yeah. feel like you're safe enough for them to share things with you. Yeah. 100%. And also one of the things that I really love, like I have this whole thing. I don't, as I say, pander to parents. I just, I won't do it. Um, I never like qualify, like I'm child free, but parents are awesome. I don't say that because I don't feel there's a need to say that. Right. 
because I never pander to parents or put them up on a pedestal or praise them or any of those things, when a parent comes onto my Instagram and they're like, you're doing amazing. I love your content. I'm like, yes, that is what I want. Because then I know this person is on my team. This person understands what I'm saying because they got the message without me having to coddle them. And they're there. They're there. They got it regardless. And that's what I want. And I actually think that you, at one point I had like put, put something on my Instagram and put like no offense to parents. And I think you were the one to be like, Hey, you don't have to like give a disclaimer. Like you can be whatever you want to be. And I was like, that's true. Like I can say whatever I want to say. I don't have to be like, Oh, I don't want to offend you, but which I'm getting better at, but people want to do that. It's fine. People can do whatever they want. It's just, for me, right. I'm not going to, you don't have to, but if you want to, you can. I think that like you're talking right now and my brain goes, ah, that's why you liked Kimberly because you can understand how to exist in this world and know that my lane doesn't have to touch your lane and you don't have to be offended by my lane. And I'm going to be supportive of you over there. So Mm -hmm. many humans cannot understand that not everything is a personal attack in this world. Yes. I have a couple questions to speak to those groups that we don't pander to, but I would like your thoughts of like, what would the success be if you had the magic lamp from Aladdin, you get to, you know, do one wish. What would be your message that you wish that the parents understood about being a kid-free adult or about the kid-free by choice group? Um, Pretty much just piggybacking what you just mentioned that I wish parents, would stop taking our child-free existence as a direct insult to them. Yeah. So many of the ugly, idiotic comments I get on Instagram and or YouTube are literally just parents taking what I say and being like, oh, well, you said this, but you mean that I can't. I'm like, No, if I wanted to say something about parents or something you can't do, I would just say that. Right. I'm not doing this between the lines garbage with you. (laughs) I will say what I want to say. And I didn't say that. (laughs) Right. Listen to what I said, not what you heard. Right. Because the very first reel that ever got big on my Instagram, I will never forget this. Okay. It was literally just a reel of me in in this plant room that I'm sitting in right now. And the audio said, hmm, it's like a reward. And I was literally saying that I have one spare room in my house. If I had a child, this spare room would be a child's bedroom, not a a plant room with books and nice things. And parents came out of the woodwork to say, to let me know, I have four kids and I have blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. And like, that's like, great I have for you. 35 plants in here. <laughs> right. I'm like, I literally don't care how many kids and what material <laughs> things you have. Like, yeah. that's great for you. That's not my point though. You're like, that still does not impact what I just did. No, right. Not separate. <laughs> right. It's like, please stop. Like you yeah. look stupid. <laughs> it's. I, I mean, general population, it's my hardest thing. I think that's when I get the, I have the RBF all the time because people get offended. I'm just like, explain to me how you got offended. Right. I sympathize with you, but I just don't, it doesn't impact you. Like I, I, I don't comprehend it. So the fact that people just, I mean, that's what internet's given the trolls the power to do. We all know that, but it's just crazy to me. Um, the next question is, I want to know what your message would be for the kid list or kid-free by circumstance group of people. But before we have you answer that, uh, I know Betsy and I both kind of talked. We found your perspective on the kid-free term and how personally for you, kid-free by choice is kind of the way it makes sense to you and maybe not by circumstance. I don't know. I just feel like it's an active conversation for me and Betsy and understanding the spectrum of people identifying as kidless or as kid-free and perspective is always good. Yeah, um, I definitely think that it is like a spectrum and it's a very personal thing because people perceive words differently. The definition of of something could be totally different to what 
someone else thinks. So for me personally, child-free by choice means you don't have children. You don't want children. Yep. And, and, and there it is. You, you are choosing consciously to not have children, but then childless or childless by circumstance would be you wanted children. You couldn't have them, and now you're living a life without children. But I also think it's entirely possible for childless people to then identify more with child-free because they've realized, I thought I wanted children, but now I'm like, okay, that I don't have them, and I'm really embracing not having them. So, yeah, like, I feel which like... Is, which is label, actually really very much where I am. Like, that's what yeah. I would consider myself. Right. And... I feel like I've seen some child-free people say that, oh, well, our labels don't matter. And while I understand where they're coming from, I think they 100% matter because your labels literally will identify how you got to where you are. All three of us in this conversation are at the same place where we are living without children, but all three of us got there in completely different ways. Yep. And all three of us feel differently about it. And we've all had yep. different experiences. And that's the case with all of us. We're, we're all different. We all got here by different ways. And I feel like we should be proud of our labels because yep. it, it's who we are. It's how we experienced it. I think that's so important to say. I do agree with you. There's a spectrum. And I've even learned like on the kid free, child free part, like you may not always be in that boat. I've had some people, you know, say I was for 20 something years, but I'm not anymore. Okay. I respect that. Um, I do find it very interesting to talk to people and what I think actually, I think I saw you answer somebody's question about it, which is what really prompted me because I was each conversation I have, even if they are head free by choice, people very spectrum. Um, of like what that actually means for you and for the groups I've been a part of I actually think part of the reason I started trying I'm by circumstance still I am moving towards being more okay and happy with my life and hope to one day be kid free by circumstance right I still Mm. landed there not because I made the choice but I'm very happy with where I am and I wouldn't change that now type of idea a lot of judgment from the kid list by circumstance group to the kid free by choice group and i couldn't be further from that I don't understand it I am appreciative I am happy that there's this group of people by choice shows me what their purpose what their life is I'm able to learn from them um through your groups I've been able to accept myself like I had to go through a whole process of understanding because I am not a mom I am not worthless and that was years of my life thinking I was broken and I wasn't fit to walk this earth because my body didn't allow me to do something and to talk to men and women, but especially women who are like, yeah, no, I've always known I had purpose without this thing. It's been an inspiration to me to like refine myself. And that's on society. (laughs) Big facts. Big facts, B. Um, So thank you for sharing. I just kind of wanted to know your thoughts on it because I feel like every time somebody kind of talks about where they are in the spectrum, it helps other people go, okay, this is what I identify with. Right. that, That being said, what would your genie bottle message be for the kidless population um I think to them I would say like I'm sorry that things did not go the way that you thought they would or the way that you wanted them to but I really hope that you can find happiness and fulfillment without having kids because it is totally possible and I really hope that you can get there yeah I I do too. And I really hope that the kidless population can get that shame away with the title right. on their title and kind of embrace yeah. it as a good thing. Well, also, just stop judging each other. Like, yes. Uh, period. I think a lot of the like animosity between kidless and kid free, there's some kid free people who are garbage. I mean, people are garbage humans, right? Like, yeah. In so yeah. there are definitely kid-free people who are way too gatekeepy about yeah. the term kid-free. And it's like some people think that if you ever one day in your life wanted a child, you're childless. You can't be child-free. Right. And I just don't. What's the point? How is that helpful to anybody? Right. Like that's not helpful. Yeah. And then 
on the other side, you have childless people who are like in the depths of mm-hmm. grief and anger and being upset. And they see these people choosing to not have the thing that they would want most in the world. And it right. pisses them off because they can't have it. And it just comes from a place of jealousy, anger and jealousy and insecurity and all of all of those things. The more I become friends with kid free by choice individuals, the more I like have been throwing out the message like, hey, don't feel guilty for not choosing to have kids because you are probably are the only the first person I've ever met kid free by choice that hasn't kind of felt some shame, whether it's an ongoing thing or just because they're talking to me at the moment. But every single one of them are like, hey, if, if I could give you my ability, I would. I'm like, oh, uh, honey, that's your life. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you loving me that much, but it's, it's, it's your life. It's your body. I'm, it's cool. Right. So I have a question for you. Okay. Kaylee made all these questions, so I'm just winging it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love it. Is there anything that you feel like you have learned from, like, the childless community? Oh, that's a good one. Now I sound like an asshole because I'm like, I can't think of anything. No, nope. oh, we <laughs> like the fire. I'll edit out. Make saying. sure I'll make it sound like you responded real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's just it. It's definitely shown me empathy towards people who want children because there has never been a day in my life where I wanted children or tried to have children. So it's hard for me to relate with people who want children. It just is because I genuinely can't understand it because it's never been me. So becoming friends and getting to know people who at one point wanted children, it's just been helpful to see like why or just to just to know that I actually can get along with people who wanted children (laughs) (laughs) I get it and I think it it's been interesting for me to hear that um a lot of people from the kid-free community maybe wrote off the people wanting to be parents because they just assumed it would happen and then to like be educated on the fact that it doesn't happen and then adoption's not always the answer for whatever reason and then they still mourn and they have to figure out how to do life it's right. been really eye-opening for me to have some of those conversations of like, I, I just don't know what to do. Like, right. I, I know you think it's easy to wake up and just make coffee and be an awesome human, but I don't understand that concept yet. So can you please help me? Right. Great. Uh, Betty, any more questions before I have two like really random ass ones that I don't no, have to I interject yet? Questions. <laughs> <laughs> they can wait if you were on a roll. That's what I'm saying. No, that, that was just going to be my question. Like, I obviously know we have very different um, backgrounds where we've come from. Um, but I do think that, like, I was in a different situation before I even got to the Instagram phase. Like, I had come to terms with being uh, childless. And, like, so I also, but I'm still technically childless after infertility. So I have a lot of people on my Instagram who are childless after infertility. So I have a lot of people who I know who are really in the depths of the grief, but like, I don't think they can see the light. And I think it's really incredible that you're making this content for people who are child free. If they can get there, like if they can branch out enough to uh, be willing to see it. Right. And I just hope that like, my hope is that I can make content that is widespread enough where people who are childless can enjoy it, but also people who are like aggressively child free can yeah, also right. enjoy it. But also, and then those parents enough. who also don't like their kids and want to be cool honest parents. can enjoy yeah. it. Right, right. <laughs> but also specific enough to where I can find my people who actually vibe with me and not vibe with me trying to please everybody you know we appreciate it and I think I mean that's the same reason not your mama pod came to existence as Betsy and I were like hey let's do this random thing but it's because there's no one talking about our chronic illnesses our infertility but also just trying to put a positive spin on it and we don't want to be sad we don't want to be stuck in our situation we're still freaking awesome humans 
right. let's just get on and talk right. to other freaking awesome humans about how you can still have an <laughs> awesome life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First random question for you, because I keep hearing you reference it in your videos and I have not Googled it on purpose because A, I don't even know how to spell it, but B, I want the explanation from the community. What is a mom bee? Mom bee? <laughs> mom bee? A mom bee. I've not like heard a mom this. zombie, right? So a mom bee is literally mom zombie put together in one word. Mom bee. Um, it's, I guess you could call it a derogatory term if you want to. Really, you know. It's a term that a lot of child-free people use to describe women who have completely lost their identity to parenthood. Like, yes, they, they're like a zombie to motherhood. It's like, they're only going to talk about being a parent. They got 50,000 pictures of their kids on their phone and you're going to see all 50,000 of them and just those kind of things. (laughs) Can I be a... Doe mombi, dog mombi, dog mombi. Kind of hit home with the fifty picture thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably guilty of that also. But yeah. we don't want to talk about that. Who was going to see my slideshow? <laughs> the term really, it's used when people are angry or when they're just like annoyed. I mean, they're right. calling people names, you know. It's and similar to it, like referring to a mom as a helicopter parent, right? There's like terms yeah. to describe who they are as a parent. Or like every calling parent someone fits a Karen. Calling yeah. someone a Karen would be something similar. And, you know, I see a lot of, of the names in, in child-free groups, especially on uh, Facebook. Facebook is so, it's a whole new world. I'm off Facebook. of Facebook. Good I Lord. can't handle it there. You can't I'm do it. On Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, literally, there are child-free groups that I stay in just to find content. Because sure. some people are so gatekeepy, they're so rude, they're so ugly. I'm like, I gotta stay here to get screenshots for from the content. <laughs> like, I'm shameless, I do it. <laughs> no, I like take it, it where, you I, can, where you can. I just yeah. want and, you guys to know, I was very personally triggered when you said helicopter mom because that's what Jim calls me about Luna. He'll start making helicopter noises, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm updating both our titles on IG. I'll be the Doe Momsy. You could be the Hell Doe Momsy. Helicopter Doe Momsy. Don't worry. It'll be trendy by next week. (laughs) Just kidding. I will remember how to spell it in 20 minutes. We're good. We're safe. Um, Last huge question for you, Kimberly. If I asked you right now to choose your favorite perk you have in life because you are a kid-free by choice individual, What's your favorite kid-free perk? Peace and quiet. Easy one. Peace right. and quiet. Honestly, yes. <laughs> I am I am such an introvert. Like, I need a long time. I need yes. time to sit and there be no noise. And if I could not have that, I literally would lose my mind. Like, I would have to be medicated to be a parent just okay. for the noise and the chaos. I would have so much more anxiety than I already do. Like it it probably doesn't come off to other people, but in real life, I am an anxious wreck half the time. Hello. He's like, (laughs) you know, bless him. He wants to deal with me, but (laughs) you know, it's like, I, I legitimately couldn't handle it. So it it really worked out well that I didn't want to do it because had Mm -hmm. I done it, I would be absolutely miserable. Yeah. yeah, I am also very similar to that. I get recharged by the silence and like mm-hmm. by quiet time. I need it. I I can't do chaos well. I don't no. process it well at all. So I feel that 100%. And yeah. I really like a fat nap. Oh, yeah. Love a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I throw that one out there. It always makes people a little ruffled feathers. And I'm like, I took a nap. And then I took another yeah. one because I can. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> plug your stuff get people tell them how to follow we'll definitely put in the show notes but so you can follow me on instagram kimberlyfisher.cf and i have the child free youtube channel child free kimberly and i also have a vlog channel where i just vlog my child free life and that is kimberly fisher vlogs that's so awesome we appreciate it so much yeah i'm glad <laughs> that makes me happy <laughs> so one of the things I absolutely love doing on my Instagram 
is when people leave me really stupid, really ugly comments, I absolutely, my favorite thing to do is to take that comment and make content out of it. Because that is the one thing. That is the biggest F you to those people that I can think to do. Arguing with them will solve nothing. And sometimes I do argue with them if I'm feeling spicy that day. (laughs) But I just love the thought that these people left me hate thinking that it was going to just break my heart to ruin my day. And all I did was block their name out, repost it. And I got 50 comments on it of child-free people talking to me about how stupid they are. Yeah. You're like, please help my engagement here. Right. I'm like, please send me hate because I need more content. (laughs) Come on. I I absolutely love the fact that you still do that with the grace enough to be like, because I saw you repost a comment today and you're like, yeah, I blur their names because I don't like, I don't need to be in their lane. I don't need people to go attack attack them. them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you're still like your life, not mine, but let's, let's talk to my life about how this happens a lot. Right. And I still a non-factor here, ma'am. Exactly. It's like, I would never want people to like feel that they needed to defend me or anything like that and go look this person up and and bother them because I would never want someone to do that to me like I would never want a parent to do that to me so I'm not going to do that to them but it's just people are so stupid (laughs) I I want other child-free people to see that like Yes, I'm confident about my choice. Yes, I'm outspoken about it, but I 100% get hate about it. It's not easy over here to be this outspoken because people are awful. And I want child-free people to see how I handle the hate comments with either humor or sarcasm or just ignoring them and blocking them. Because I want them to feel empowered if they encounter this on their pages or in their real life. Exactly. To respond and they don't have to just hide. They don't have to backpedal and run away. They can deal with it. But we, we just can't ex- express how grateful we are that you were on here and you're cool enough to talk to us. This we made so the cut. Fun. Thank you for asking me to be on here. I really enjoyed this. This was fun. Well, let us know if anything ever comes up. You're a welcome guest. You don't have to have an appointment. We'll fit you in on a bonus episode. Thank okay. you so if much. You just need, if you need some love, if you need amped up, we are here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Bye. Bye. Bye.